Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Calling It a Day with Chloe and Cleo.、Um, today we are doing another story time episode, which I'm personally excited about. I feel like these are some of my favorite ones, just because I don't know. It's like fun to reminisce. Um, we have some drinks. We have some snacks. It's not some snacks. It's a it's a full on second dinner at 10 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> awkward that we do this every other night. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. We like to eat our feelings. It's fine. Speak for yourself. You're like a enabler. No, you were like. Okay, fine. It was me today. <laughs> It was me today. But we got some buffalo chicken roll ups. We got some French fries. We got some truffle aioli situation going on up in here to dip. So if you hear a crunch, that's why. Yeah, I'm taking my first bite. But <laughs> please continue to intro. Um, but yes, today we're gonna do a story time. If you guys haven't listened to our first story time episode, please go and listen to it. I think it's actually just like I laughed so hard listening to it, and I think other people did too. So if you didn't. You're freaking missing out. We just have so many weird stories. I, I feel like, well, Cleo and I feel like we have more strange stories than the、uh, the average person. But that's probably what every aspiring podcaster says. Maybe yeah. Maybe we're just conceited and just think that like we're the main character of the story. <laughs> well, we are the main characters of our own story. So fair enough. Okay. Um, I guess. Oh wait, I have to go first, right? Yeah, I'm gonna keep eating. Oh wait, I wanted to keep eating. Okay, I'm just gonna grab a fry. All I know is that her first story has to do with tennis. Mm-hmm. Kind of.、Um, sorry, let me finish chewing. That's disgusting. Basically, back in the day, when I was in my youth, one summer, or multiple summers, but this summer, the summer, like I think, I would say. I think it was in between middle school and high school, or at least, yeah, in between middle school and high school, I did a summer tennis camp.、Mm, good times. Yeah,、um, and we like what happened is that you would do the tennis camp, and then like at the end of it, you would like do a tournament and like compete with <laughs> with other schools and stuff.、Um, and I was like, okay, sure, fine and dandy. So tournament. Season tournament day came around, and we thought it'd be most efficient if we carpooled. So that day, I you know ate breakfast, did the whole jazz, packed up, and then I got dropped off at this girl's house because we were all gonna go、um, carpool to the secondary location, which was I think it was supposed to be like twenty or thirty minutes away at a different high school.、Mm-hmm. And so, when I was already at her house, my stomach was feeling not great. I was like, like hurt, and I was just like, I was like drinking hot water. I was just rolling on the ground at her house. Like I did not know her that well.、And、I was rolling on the ground at her house because my stomach hurt so bad. But I was like, okay, whatever, let's just go. Did you like eat a whack breakfast or something? I think that's what happened. Like I must have ate something weird, and then. So I get in the car, and I'm like, "Okay, it's fine. Stomach hurts. Like turning green. <laughs> Stomach hurts, but it'll be okay." But then, as the car ride freaking went on, we had to like make multiple stops to pick up other girls. 
So this, tr so then like this trip was extending longer and longer than I wanted. As the time went on, I started losing my vision. <laughs> like my stomach hurt so bad. I was like, I felt like that scene in Bridesmaids where like mm. everything was like, I was sweating. That's an epic scene. I was sweating like crazy. I was turning green. I was like, I literally couldn't stay conscious because the pain hurt so bad. And like all these girls were coming in the car and like they were trying to make conversation. But I like literally could not participate in the conversation because my entire being, every fiber was focused on trying to contain the poop and keep the poop in my body. And it was nuts. Like that level of pain and just torture of like having to sit there in a car filled with like stranger girls that I don't really know. But at the same time, like trying so hard not to just like projectile diarrhea in her van. And then finally we got to the location and it felt like I was in a movie. You know, like those movies where like someone gets drugged and uh -huh. you see it from their perspective and uh -huh. like they're stumbling. Yes, I was actually envisioning that. Yeah, like they're stumbling and they're just like grabbing things and like everything's all like all distorted and colored weird. Like that's literally what happened to me. I whipped open the van door. I stumbled out and I ran to like the person at the desk. I was like, where's the bathroom? <laughs> I was like, where is the bathroom? And they're like, oh, it's over here. And I sprinted. Well, I didn't sprint because if I sprinted, like, poop would have just come spewing out. I, like, sped walk like nobody's business. And then I, like, slammed open the door. <laughs> I, like, was knocking things around because I still had my entire tennis bag in my hand. I was literally, I was going to ask, like, did you just leave it in the car? Like, what's the No, stage? I had it with me. And I, like, slammed open the door. And, like, everything was just, like, in a blurry, blurry, blurry. And I was sweating still. And then I whipped open the door. I sat down. Sweet release. It shot out of me i hope you lie in the toilet seat i did not i had no ew! time i had ew, 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 wait ew. are you joking me i was literally about to die i still would have done it i still would have nope, sorry it. i was about to die and it, this sounds dramatic but like the moment it ejected from me i regained my vision <laughs> <laughs> like not even exaggerating. Only in your right eye, though, because you're practically blind in your left. Correct. <laughs> but, like, things started clearing up. I started seeing again. And I was like, oh, phew. That is very dramatic. Like, you should have known to poop before you left. Like, on any big day, I'm like... No, it was get... food poisoning from my oh, breakfast. Oh. What did you have? I don't remember. But it was food poisoning. Oh. It wasn't just a regular poop. Like, it was... No, it was not regular. I, I get it now. It's like that time I had way too much abalone. Yes, and you thought you were going to poop your pants on the street. Yes. 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 Like that, except I was in a... I didn't lose vision, but I was sweating so much that I like was almost going to pass out. <laughs> yes, exactly. That was exactly... Oh, okay, okay. I get it. Except like I was in this van on the way to the tennis tournament. Mm. And then once I finally pooped... <sighs> I, that was actually my exact experience. Yes. Because, <laughs> remember, I was, like, I was dying, and you guys were, like, my, like, mommy was, like, we can walk faster. I was, like, no, 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 I can't walk too fast. Right. Like, I'm literally You're, like, keep those here. gates closed. And then the moment I went home, it was the same thing. I, like, ran and pushed open the doors, and then, it, ah, okay, I totally understand. Yes. Plus the feeling was very recent. Yes. And then, yeah. And then, once I was done, I washed my hands, 
calmly walked back. Where was your tennis bag to the, all this? Like, on the floor. That's also disgusting. Are you... I was literally about to poop my brains out in front of still, everybody in still, my white tennis skirt. I was mind also you. envisioning a white tennis skirt. Yes. And then I walked back, went back to the check-in table, and was like, hi, Cleo. <laughs> and act like I didn't just, like, annihilate the bathroom. Um, thankfully, there was no one in there, you know? Mm, I mean, it wouldn't have stopped you at that point. It wouldn't have. Isn't it just so amazing how the body regulates itself, like... It's pretty amazing to me because also when I like, you know, pooped it all out, it was instant. The relief was instant. I'm just like, wow, like the body knows how to filter out and remove things that your body just does not like. Like it's, it's truly, you know, something else. Science. Okay. (laughs) But, um, I, again, don't want to be dramatic because it's true. That was literally one of the most painful things I've, and torturous things I've ever had to endure. And, like, in college, when I went through, like, really difficult things, I was like, you know what? If I made it past that day, I can overcome anything. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain fully just how painful and torturous that car ride, that van ride was. But I made it, so. You're still here today. Still here today. 12 years later. (laughs) I'm a survivor. What can I say? Okay, she has picked up the chopsticks. I know, wait, I was like. So I'm assuming it's my cue to tell my story. Yeah, I'm like, I'm done with my story. There was no transition. You just started, like, going towards the food. I thought thought you would fill in, be like, Oh, I I just did. I just filled in, because I was like, okay, she's about to eat. Mmm, Okay. Uh, these fries are like okay well my story i mean there's like no rhyme or rhythm rhyme or rhythm rhyme or rhythm <laughs> rhyme or reason to these two stories i actually haven't heard this one at all so i'm intrigued to see what i feel like you heard tidbits or maybe it's just that i've heard it so many times that it just feels all too familiar so anyways this story revolves around the first time I ever learned how to ski. Um, Our family did not grow up doing these adventurous activities. Very risk-adverse people could not imagine my parents even trying to get on a snowboard or set of skis. I can't even imagine trying to put on the snow clothes. I can't even imagine us loading up the car. Like, just none of it. None of it. But in college, I think it was junior year maybe senior year one of those two it was definitely junior or senior year um I decided to go for the first time mainly because I knew that Alvin and I were gonna go to Japan with his family or more like I was gonna go with Alvin's family and tag along to go to Japan and they grew up going a lot because Japan is close to Hong Kong and Alvin was like a little baby snow bunny like skiing since he was three super super good and I just did not want my first time skiing to be in Japan because that is freaking terrifying and you gotta impress the parents right we'd only been dating for like two years at that point two or three years maybe so that's a long time yeah I guess so but it was still at the point where I was like okay I still want to you know impress them like show my best and like when we were in college I didn't see his family that often so this extended trip was like a big deal all to say I did not want my first time skiing to be with them it ended up being my second time so it was 
only so much better. But I'm very glad we went uh, prior. The only thing is, the first time that we went skiing was um, a traumatizing experience, <laughs> to say the least. I shed quite a few tears. Um, <laughs> I actually have Really? Yeah. I don't remember the last time you cried because, like, of an activity. Like, it was so unlike me. Yeah. And the thing like, is... It seems like a me thing. Like, I would cry instantly. Like, you're ni- stronger than I am. Like, 90% of our friends snowboard. What? More than 90%. What? I know, it's interesting, right? Because when I talk to most people at work or something, most people ski. Hmm. Or, like, 50-50. But for uh, some reason... I don't do either, so whatever. You're just, like, shocked. I'm just for- shocked that so many... Okay, yeah, whatever. Sorry, continue. Um... But yes, most of our friends snowboard, so I decided to try skiing because Alvin's entire family skis, so I was like, it doesn't really make sense for me to go snowboarding, and plus, it makes sense for Alvin to teach me, so I went ahead and tried skiing as well. But the downside of that was there was no one else to help assist with that teaching process, and even though Alvin is generally a very mild-mannered, patient man, um... I would say teaching, uh, yeah, boy at the time, honestly, (laughs) Um, teaching is not his strong suit. And when I told him that we were going to talk about this story, he was like, you're going to paint me in a bad light. So I just would like to throw a disclaimer out there. This is not representative of his character. Like we go back and talk about it and it's hilarious. But again, he's not a good teacher because he's a great learner. Like he learns by just observing and modifying and trying and adjusting and like figuring it out on his own and because he kind of has that curse of knowledge and the ability to learn it does not translate into him being able to teach it because it's kind of like a man he's not here to defend himself you don't got to it's just us you don't (laughs) gotta tell me the truth i don't like this defense it's not just us it's (laughs) (laughs) whatever but Whatever. Um, I'm like, I'm sure no one really cares. Yeah, no one really cares. And all, honestly, like, Alvin has no bad bone. I'm like, no one dislikes Alvin. So even if, if I were me, to, oh, even if I were to slander his name, people would be like, who's Alvin? Oh, he's so mean. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's such a tangent point, but Alvin is just such a part of my life at this point that I forget to bring him up to people because I'm like, I mean, you know or you don't. So, like, there's this gal that I catch up with at work on a monthly basis and we talk regularly and for the first time recently i brought up alvin she's like wait you're dating and yeah. i was like yeah it's been almost seven years i'm i totally forgot to mention him though yeah <laughs> it's like that mole you have it's like it's always been there it doesn't seem like crazy enough to mention like it's always been here yep i guess alvin and norman you're just moles to cleo <laughs> Uh, um, Alvin's not my mole, by the way. But he is a mole to you. My yeah, mole. Your mole. The one on your elbow. Anyways. The elbow? <laughs> the elbow flap. It's in on the inside. Yeah, the elbow flap. It's less gross than if it was on the elbow. But if you have a mole on your elbow, no judgment. Then it's gross and you better bring it up in conversation. Okay, back to the story. We're not even close to getting through it. Um. Oh my gosh. Something just fell. Wait, what is that? What's going on? Should we go check? No, let's proceed. Okay. Um, this episode's all over the place, huh? If it's a murderer thing, frick. Okay, we have a really long hallway. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go, 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 go. Okay, so I had to learn the basics. You know, the pizza, 
Um, Wait, what? Sorry, what's a pizza? Pizza is like how you stop. So you see how my hands are right now pointed together? Like it kind of looks like a pizza shape. I mean, literally, it's a backwards triangle. So that's how you slow down and like stop yourself. Because if your skis are aligned and parallel and straight, you're just going to zoom down. Because that's how you gain speed. I understand. Okay. So I tried to go on a couple runs with our big group of friends and... We started off with like one or two greens and then there was another friend who is just kind of, I don't know, a thrill seeker. And they're like, okay, let's go to blue. And I'm like, lady, it was a guy, but I was like, lady, I'm not ready. But I fell for the trick. I was like, fine, I'll go with everyone else because I don't want to hold the group of like 10 or 15 back. But then what happened was they all just like zoomed like way past me and I literally got stuck for like 30 minutes or 40 minutes on a blue okay that's the thing that's kind of inconsiderate because it's like if i was good at something and i knew there was a new comer or someone that had never tried it before i feel like i would be more than willing to stay behind right because i'm like i've gone here a million times like it's fine if i don't go on the blue today yeah but i think part of it was it was kind of most of our first times like that season or like it was my first time ever before a lot of people it was their first time that season and a lot of my friends learn by just, like, going for it. Like, I have friends who learned by just bombing it on a black, like, super early on their snowboarding journey. And I'm like, okay, that's not my way. Another thing is because everyone knew that at the end of the day, Alvin would stick with me, there was no sense of obligation. Like, whenever we go with new people, as long as they're taken care of, the more experienced people are like, okay, I'll meet you down there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you're very good at defending others. I've just been like, y'all are hoes. That's it. Well, I mean, I see on both sides because I'm like, I'm in the middle. Like, it's very scary to go with my good friends and like the ones that can go on blacks or just like go super fast on blues. But then, um, how do I say this? The new people, I'm like, okay, I'm not really going anywhere. Like, it's just a little too slow. So then I'm just like stuck in the middle. I'm like, who do I go with? Mm. Anyways, so the first time um it was bad going back to what i said about alvin being a good learner but not a good teacher there was just a lot of um a lot of yelling <laughs> so it was hard for me because i would get scared i would get scared and i would fall but i didn't really know how to fall well mm-hmm. and there'd be so many times where i would fall and then my skis would pop off Or, like, one of my skis would pop off, and then I would have to, like, go grab it. And for just a new person, it's hard. Everything is hard. Getting off the ski lift, putting on your skis, like, getting up when you're down. There's just, like, so many little nuances that are so hard to pick up um, for your first time. But because Alvin is a great skier, and he's been doing it his whole life, and he's a good learner, he didn't quite know how to explain, like, how to do certain things because mm-hmm. it's the curse of knowledge like he's just been doing this forever and he just doesn't like explaining things too much to begin with and so there were there was just a lot of like what are you doing just get up just do this just do that and I was like what do you mean just like I don't know what you mean by just get up like it really hurts and then <laughs> it got but I just break up with you oh <laughs> And it just got to the point where I got very, very frustrated. So every time I would get up, I would fall within seconds and my ski would pop off again. And then I would get even more frustrated and exhausted. And every single time I tried to get back up, I just got more and more discouraged. And I was also getting discouraged because 
I knew I was sucking and I was like, oh, I'm holding Alvin back from being able to go on like blues and blacks with our other friends. And I just like felt bad. Um, so, I mean, kind of get the idea. There was just a lot of shouting, like, and I was like, I don't understand. Can you explain? And like, I'm also not the best learner. Like it takes me a while to pick up things at times. Um, so it got to the point where I was just like, crying like laying in the snow and then it got even more frustrating because my goggles got all foggy and I couldn't see because of the tears and I'm like I literally can't see I literally can't get up so I'm just stuck on this blue and I have been for the last 25 minutes <sighs> like literally how do I get down and then I would take off my goggles and try to wipe it but then every single time you wipe it it gets a little more wet because you know your, your gloves. gloves are wet mm-hmm. and it's just like the cycle and then Alvin went a little past me and I was literally just stuck by myself and I'm like what's I'm going to be stuck here forever. Um, and then it's like so sad because like 10 minutes later, I see Alvin <laughs> crawling back up the mountain. <laughs> like there's like a hill and I start seeing him climb up. <laughs> like she's like poking sticks and slowly climbing up an ankle and he's like, do you know how hard it is to climb back up? Like, it really is. Like, going down, no problem. Going yeah. back up is this a is serious difficult. workout. Yeah. Such a hard workout. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like it'd be harder with skis, too. Because, like, with a snowboard, you can unhook one of your boots and just, like, I don't know, get some grip or, like, hop or something. But with skis, like, you're literally just, like, climbing at an angle slowly, slowly, slowly. (laughs) And, like, it was very heartwarming because he never left my side. Like, he was my companion. Your snow bunny? Yeah. Ew. Ew. (laughs) I was going to say snow buddy. (laughs) Buddy. You said yeah. We're not on the same page. But he did stay by my side all day and, like, sacrifice his entire you know, day. day and what he spent on his ski ticket just to go, like, monitor and chaperone me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very heartwarming to see that he climbed all the way back up because he was freaking exhausted and I, I could imagine. I feel and- like that that scene would be, like, when the dramatic K-drama song would play. Yeah. Of, like, him appearing across or up the mountain and you being like... It's just sad because he just probably passed me like a little too much and then he spent like 15 minutes climbing back and he's like what are you doing I've been waiting for you and I'm like I got stuck my skis popped off I can't see and then it's just like and then at that point our friends had already finished the run for like literally 20 minutes and I was like oh my goodness like, that friend who convinced everyone else to just go on this blue. I'm like, you suck. Not really. Like, I get it. But it was a very traumatizing experience. And it was kind of fun to have, like, our friends there because we all made light of it. Especially mm-hmm. because everyone knows how patient and, like, kind Alvin is on a regular basis. So, to this day, it's been... How many years has it been? It's probably been, like, five years. We still laugh about it like people still imitate him yelling at me because (laughs) it's probably the loudest anyone's heard album speak it's like it's not often that you see him you know like mad and then yeah it was just funny because we're like all of our pals were just so close so he was 
he was being like, just get up, like in front of all of our friends on the mountain. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's still something we reminisce on. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. I mean, the the, the ski trip in Japan went all right. Like I, I did 10 times better. Like I don't know if it was, you know, the the fear of performing well that I was just like, I got to suck it up. Like, You're like it's showtime. I just got to do this. Blacks, here we come. I mean, I didn't go on blacks, but I literally like went up little ramp things where you jump off of it. Oh my gosh. Very small ramps. Very small ramps. Oh my, oh my gosh. I can't even, I'm just scared thinking about jumping off a ski lift. <laughs> oh, that's kind of hard in the beginning. I'm scared. I'm kind of nervous for you. I'm ne- If we go. I, I don't know, man. Because especially if you go with a stranger, you're like, which direction are they going? Are they going to go straight? Do I go right? Do I go left? Like you would think that if you're on the right, you go right. And if they're on the left, you go left. But sometimes the way the mountain is curved, you both have to go right or you both have to go left. Oh, yeah. This so, is too much. I don't yeah, it can be kind it. of stressful. I'm scared. Um, but yes, it, it was worth it. I'm very glad we went. And I'm proud of myself. I went skiing for the first time when I was like, I was like 21 or something. I'm like, that's late. Yeah. I should have been learning when I was 10 and nimble. Okay. It's well, hard learning when you're in your 20s, but I'm glad I did it because... Now you like to go. Yeah, I like to go now. I haven't really been able to go because I would always work Saturdays during busy season and now we're in COVID, but I hope to go more in the future. I've never ever gone and I want to learn how to snowboard one day. So fingers crossed. But your story reminds me... This isn't one of the stories I was going to tell, but that reminds me that one time for prom, I went to prom at another high school once, whatever. And they did this thing. They like our high school didn't do this. So I didn't know this was going to happen, but they do like pre prom activities. I mean, all of their dancers are, I'm not going to, not going to lie. They're kind of lame. Like they do weird day activities and they yeah, day activities hang out at night, but it's not like a real party. <laughs> Yeah, like, day activities, and, like, they chose for, the like, the group that I went with, the day activity was stand-up paddleboarding um, near, I think it was Lake Union or whatever, and, like, the thing is, um, I don't know how to swim, and I'm not good in the water because I never spend time in the water, and so all of us went out onto this lake, stand up paddleboarding by ourselves. And I was trying really hard to keep up. And at one point, <laughs> I got stuck in between these two houses. There's these two houses like on the water where like, they have like boats and stuff and whatever. I got stuck in the crevice in between these two houses and I couldn't get out. Like I, for some reason, I was paddling, paddling, paddling couldn't go anywhere and then I was like okay everyone is gone like I don't see a single person and it's been like 30 minutes I've been stranded (laughs) in between these two houses and then I was like okay last ditch effort I'm gonna scream at the top of your lungs no I'm gonna slide off the paddleboard and try to swim really (laughs) no I had my life jacket on no I know but still oh you guys were wearing swimsuits and stuff swimsuits oh swimsuits swimsuits life jacket and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a break for it. I'm going to muster up the courage to slide off and try to swim out. False. I am so bad. I, like, at that point, I didn't know how to do anything. I couldn't swim. So then I would just go basically like paddling in circles in this one little area in between these two houses. So at this point, I've gotten my entire body, everything soaked. 
I'm very exhausted from paddling my arms and going nowhere. I try to get back on the paddleboard. Did not work. <laughs> like everything would just slip in and slide in. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to hope and pray my prom date has enough sense. Okay, he was also my boyfriend at the time. But I was just hoping my boyfriend at the time had enough sense that I was not with him and that he would come find me. No, I didn't notice you weren't with me for the last 45 minutes. It was a long time. It was a, The sun was setting. Like, <laughs> I got stuck. Anyways, um, eventually he found me and he had... And I had to attach my, <laughs> I like he, I, I had to like give him my paddle thing, and he basically just had to like drag me, because I could not do it. And I was like, whew. And then everyone was waiting for us on shore, and I was like, hey guys, what's up? I've had those experiences too. Yeah. I was like, Alvin, when do you come get me? We're literally stuck. You saw us paddling for dear life. It was me and another girlfriend, but at that point, it was like it would make less sense for them to come get us because then they would get stuck too because the currents were so strong. But yeah. in your case, it was just a mild, mild uh, body of water. I know. I don't know why I did that. I just wanted to be, you know, in with the cool pre-prom activity crowd. Um, but anyways, um, the last story I did want to share is... <sighs> okay. <laughs> I thought about this randomly the other day because I was looking through old pictures. I was putting together the slideshow for my group at work because I took a lot of pictures of our group like just like day to day in the office because I was literally there every single minute of my life. And so I love documenting candids because I'm like, you're going to appreciate looking back at these day to day moments one day. Anyways, I took a picture of the dinner we ordered one night because and we always order from this place. It's called Manja. It's very popular in Midtown. Um, like every like finance person goes to Manja for lunch or dinner because it's like very consistent, very fast, good stuff, good price, I guess. Is it Japanese food? Like I can't. No, it's um it's like Italian slash American. Mm. And so <laughs> So I would always try to rally my group to order as a group at night so that we can like eat around the table and stuff before we go back to work. And so I would always be like, yo, I'm ordering manja tonight. Who's in? And then so we do a big group order. And then me being the most junior person would have to go downstairs and pick it up from the delivery guy. But sometimes if I don't want to go alone or if there's a lot of food, I would like ask another junior person to come down with me. And so we had this huge order of manja and I went downstairs to get it. And I was so excited that day. I was like so excited for the food. And I told, um, <laughs> I don't know if he listens. He listened to the first episode. Um, my coworker, James, he doesn't work with me anymore, but like he came down with me. I was like, hey, James, you want to come with me? And he was like, sure. <laughs> and then there was a lot of bags, right? So he grabbed one bag from the delivery guy. And then he was going to grab the other one. But in between, he was going to hand me. He was going to hand me the bag, one of the bags to hold. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what happened. It, I, The handoff, something happened. It dropped. The whole bag dropped. And the first meal tumbled, multiple meals tumbled up. But the first one really took the damage. 
And then there was sweet potatoes everywhere <laughs> on the floor of this very heavily trafficked building. Because I work in 30 Rock, like the building where there's like tons of tourists walking around to like go tour like Jimmy Fallon or whatever. And I was like, oh, and there's broccoli, there's salmon just like all over that the floor. Like a delicious meal. And then, and then James is like a no nonsense guy. <laughs> he was, he didn't, he was, he did not laugh. <laughs> he was like, what <laughs> to who <laughs> to me <laughs> he was like why did that happen <laughs> and i was like i don't know so then i was like you're the complete opposite you're full nonsense <laughs> yeah yeah people yeah we were completely opposite i panicked i started i put my hands in a cupping motion as i was scooping <laughs> this week why <laughs> i was actually wondering i was like in those scenarios like i think it's very frowned upon when people just like leave their mess for you know the janitorial staff to take care of it but you don't need to go that intense to like you know get on your knees and use your hands yeah I'm like, get some napkins i was hands and knees bare hands cupping the sweet potatoes <laughs> in <laughs> your heels and business dress yeah yeah i was like and then i was like sweet potatoes cupping one hand grabbing pieces of broccoli where is the guy who delivered at this point he's gone he doesn't care james is just standing watching me because he doesn't want to take part um james no that is not what you should have done oh my gosh you're no nonsense i'm no nonsense you should have put down the bag and helped and yeah and i was just like I felt so bad because it wasn't my meal, so I wasted someone's sweet potatoes and broccoli. And then by the time James's, that would be full circle, wouldn't it? It wasn't. (laughs) But um, by then, by the time I think I made enough noise, like I literally screamed. I made it enough noise that like someone that worked in the building came over with like a trash bin and oh, stuff. That's nice. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. And I started just flicking the sweet potatoes into the trash can. You're like, James, can you get the ele- <laughs> elevator button? My hands are a little dirty. Yeah, I was like so traumatized. Like I feel like everything just happened so quickly. Like I think the events that transpired, like everything I was talking about, like the scooping the people coming over was like maybe a minute. Oh wow. <laughs> a minute or a minute or two. Um ninja reflexes. Yeah. I tried to salvage as much as I could and then I shamefully went back upstairs and had to break the news to someone that they could have my salmon because I dropped their food. Did they take your salmon? Or was it salmon or was it like did I drop their side? I think I I dropped something of theirs and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like you can have mine and I think it was, I think it was, um, I think it was one of the second year analysts and she was really nice about it. And she was like, oh, it's no worries. And I was like, don't just starve. I was like, oh, she did, like, she, she didn't really eat that much anyway. She's like super skinny. I always ate her leftovers. Oh, okay. Anyways. And then she, I was kind of worried she would take me up on my offer of like, I know. I'm like, wow. I know, but I felt so bad. And then I just like, of course I had to relay the story to everybody. And everyone was like, you're so freaking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I panicked. I was like, just scooping mashed, sweet mashed potatoes off the floor. Uh, simpler times, honestly. What we would do to be, you know, scooping up some food off a office building nowadays. I know. And that then just I, sounds very um, privileged. <laughs> and then ever since then, people were like, <laughs> people were worried whenever I went to go get the food. <laughs> They'd be like, are you going to drop everything again? I was like, I hope not. But that was a traumatizing day, actually. I was just, like, so scared. Oh, man. I mean, what a waste of manja. 
I love how that's what causes anxiety and not getting like chewed out by an MD or something. I mean, you never do because you. Well, no, MDs would not. I don't think MDs would eat with us usually. It's usually just like more junior people. No, I'm not talking about the food. I'm saying like at work, like, you know, if you were to get in trouble or something. This is just small potatoes. Small, sweet potatoes. Pun intended. <laughs> no, I just felt bad, you know? And James was like not having it. And I was like, oh my gosh. You're like, I'm not asking you next time to help. <laughs> and then he quit shortly after. Hmm. Coincidence? Coincidence? I, I think, think not. not. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, I think that's enough for today. Yeah. We have finished the whole plate of food. I am. I know. I was like, I was hoping you would save some of those fries for me. I actually thought about it. And the then you were like, you know what? Screw her. The last two fries, I was like, does she want these? But I was like, I mean, she left them. So then... Yeah, because it was my time to, try to tell the story. Oh, so I like started folding them so they'd fit in my mouth. And then I was like, also, I was like, wow, she finished all the buffalo roll-ups. I was very surprised. Wait, what do you mean? Like, I was talking and going through my story and then I looked over and they were all gone. And I was like, I really didn't think you'd finish both. Why? Wait, there's only one. There are three. No way. No, you put one over there. Oh, one whole one. Yeah. But there's two pieces. I only ate half. What? There's there's like three long rolls. Yeah, each cut in half. Yeah, so How many six halves pieces. were on the plate? Three halves. Three halves? Why'd you put three halves? Because I knew I didn't want that much. Oh, frick. Sorry. I thought we had two halves each. Nope. Okay. Anyways, well, I was fair, like... Fair that you took the fries. Exactly. Thought it through. The listeners don't care. Um, we should have just wrapped this up before we analyzed our- No, I mean, I cared. I was like, why'd you eat my fries? Anyways. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Um, hopefully look out for another story time. We do have the childhood ones ready in our back pocket. We're so close. We're so close. I know. I just feel like- Honestly, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I, I don't know. care about followers or numbers, but it's just like a fun little thing to be like, we can finally get to the childhood stories. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm worried for you. You're gonna get canceled. Why? <laughs> They're hilarious. The stories wouldn't be there without me. Okay, they would also not be there without me. But they might be. Yeah, you do this to someone else. To my other younger sibling. What other younger sibling? Well, if it wasn't you, I'd get another younger sibling. Oh my god. Okay, this is getting no. <laughs> It's okay, I'm not worried about getting cancelled because again I don't really believe in cancel culture, so <laughs> hear that Chris Brown, you're back in. <laughs> I haven't listened to him as much this year. As much. He's still in your number two. Not number two. Number one. Number three. <laughs> number three. Slowly moving him down. <sighs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> okay. With that, I think we can call it a day. Bye.